0: Be honest, be you, be
1: authentic. I am, I am. Yes. That's my point of view. That's How good. are you? How are good. you? I'm good, yeah. I've, I've heard Who's that? I'm... What? Who was that? What was- <laughs> You're like, I'm good. Someone behind me? I'm good, well, you just like, you said be honest and then you turned into a different person. No, I think <laughs> like, that was like a character. I just possessed. I have no like, idea. I'm good. I'm good. I, said, I was like, said, Well,
0: you said I am. I am. I am honest. Oh, I am authentic. And I said, okay. Good, good. And then you asked how I was. Right. And I turned it to, I'm good. What is happening? Uh, <laughs> uh, I am good. I've I've heard back from a few doctorate programs with acceptances. So beow, I'm, beow, I'm very excited about that. I. It was weird when I heard back from the first one, I turned to the people around me and I turned to my family and i was like i'm gonna be a doctor but at the same time like that doesn't sound right like i feel like only medical doctors can be called doctors but at the same time people who have phds and psyds and other doctorates should also be able to be called doctors but i don't know it's growing on me it's also growing on me so i don't know i i'm excited because you know imposter syndrome until you get that first acceptance of why would they accept me over anybody else to a doctorate program and I've had some acceptances. I'm still waiting on some, so I'm not naming anywhere or or saying how many I got, but I'm I'm excited. I'm super excited and I'm now nervous.
1: I but, have a question.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's your question? Your
1: imposter syndrome goes away once you get the acceptance letter? I love that for you.
0: For me, yeah. Has that not happened the,
1: No, I get it and I'm like, "Oh, they made a mistake." i I mean
0: in this instance in this in this instance i feel like the imposter syndrome has gone away a little bit i mean i got in i still have to go through the program in order to earn my doctorate so i'm you know i'm i know that i'm not i'm not that much of a fool but i got in and i feel like that's 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 a hurdle i needed to get across come across yes and And we're
1: very proud of you here at point of due thank you thank you
0: so We'll see what happens in the coming coming weeks, but who knows? Great. I might be a doctor
1: of psychology. In the as next long few as you years. don't leave the show, you can be whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Hobbies are important. I've always, have you ever thought about that if one of us did leave the show, if it would continue? I would hope it would, honest to God. I have no plans. Listeners, I have zero plans to leave the show. And it would be a little weird if Justin left and I was still hosting Point of Do. Point
0: of Do? i would hope that you love no
1: honestly part of me wouldn't want to if you left this is just a random thought i've had and i hope you never do but i would want it i haven't are you
0: replacing me in your head no
1: no 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 (laughs) but i would want to keep the show going as like if i were to ever leave i would hope that you would still do the show honest to god i'm not Mm -hmm. leaving I'm i'm not going anywhere this is i'm too i'm not going anywhere (laughs) <laughs> and i hope you aren't either you're in too deep <laughs> i'm in too deep um copy but yeah
0: did you I just copy you yourself no i copied you because oh. you repeated me so i i'm just... in
1: too deep okay i'll say it
0: <laughs> but anyway if yeah show would i i would think the show i would i'd want it to continue me too. I, I was actually i've been listening to a few podcasts recently that it's just a single person talking like there's no co-host it's just a single host and I don't know if I would be able to do that so if you were to leave not to replace you but I would know I, I, I would need to. I'd need a co-host because I don't think I'd be able to just write up an episode and just go because I think what makes our episodes I don't know relatable and what people like is the conversation and I don't think I'd be able to just have a conversation or do a monologue or soliloquy every
1: <laughs> no I every, would want you to I would want you to replace me honestly and I say, I would, again, I would never leave. I say it more as, like, if I were to take a year off or if you had to take it, like, if one of us had some, like, big life event that we just really needed to focus our time, that's what I mean. If we were going to do, yeah. like, a year and we wanted the show to continue, like, I would want you to do it for a year without me. And I would still want to, like, you know, I would, I'm see, I'm most protective of the marketing and the branding. Yeah. So, <laughs> want to stay on for that. so you
0: would stay on as a marketing producer. Right. episode we talked about the grammys emmys mm-hmm. grammys grammys and grammys. we talked about egot status and all that stuff so we are now in the middle of award season we are which is i guess starts off with the golden globes then we goes to the grammys then goes to the oscars then emmys then tonys i think is how the order goes no
1: yeah i don't really care about the last two so i oh, i think so okay. right on the <laughs> okay.
0: first three. but right now this They're weekend, not important. is Is the Oscars right? So I I understand you want to talk about some movies. movies. Yeah,
1: well, I just like I said, I'm not an expert, and Nick will be on the show later in the episode. But I love going to the movies, so I thought it would be a fun conversation. We've actually never had it, which is kind of wild to me. We've talked about Pixar movies and we've ranked them with, um, you know, funny enough, my other friend Nick, Nick Staker, on episode thirteen. Uh, but we've never just talked about movies in general, so it got me thinking. Before we go into movies, do you like going to the movies too?
0: I do like going to the movies, mostly for the popcorn. It's funny yeah. because if I have the choice between starting a new television, like television show, TV show at home or watching a movie, I will always go TV. And I think it's because I only have commitment issues in this area of my life. Like, okay, mm. I can't sit down and watch two hours, a two-hour movie or a two-and-a-half-hour movie or a three-hour movie. But yet I'll watch that same amount of time of TV. Right. Cause, because I feel like, okay, I can bail after an hour. I can bail after 30 minutes. So I'm not a huge yes. movie person at home, but if there's a new movie that I that is coming into theaters, I like that. I like the theater experience. I like getting my big-ass popcorn with all of the butter on it. And mm-hmm. usually I get a lemonade, although sometimes I get a Coke or sometimes I get – I'm a big orange soda person i don't know maybe i'll change my fruit to orange someday who knows but i (laughs) but yeah i like that experience and i'll get halfway through the bag of popcorn before the movie starts that's not really a goal that's just something that happens (laughs) impressive
1: Impressive. i barely skim the top of mine my go-to right now is twizzlers i don't get much i get twizzlers Mm. sometimes i'll get a large popcorn at the new theater they have the coca-cola freestyle machines so like i like mm. a fanta cherry with barks cream soda mixed in that's really good
0: if you get twizzlers do you have to get the big pack of like yeah not a not hundred but like it feels no. like there's a hundred twizzlers in there
1: yeah but that's okay because it feels like there's a thousand kernels of popcorn in the in the bucket that they give you <laughs> that's but that's true too have you ever done the trick where you stick the straw in it and pump the butter through the straw
0: this no the straw in the in the
1: butter dispenser. Yeah, it's a life hack. Well, you don't put the straw in the butter dispenser. You put the straw in the popcorn, and then you aim the. So it goes the,
0: down more toward the bottom. Down, of the,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The bucket of popcorn. Oh, you can do the bottom. Then you lift the straw. Up. That's like I think that's a TikTok life hack. I I didn't see it on TikTok, wow. but I had heard about it, and I saw someone doing it at the theater in line before me. So I, I tried it. I've never heard
0: of that, but I appreciate when the. The movie theater employees fill half the bucket, put some butter on it, and then fill the other half of the bucket. Although, I feel like more and more popcorn buckets are already pre-filled, so that doesn't happen as much. Maybe it does, but I I love – if I'm going to have a bucket of popcorn at the movie theater, it's going to be buttery, salty, all the – I'm not thinking about health at that point. I'm just oh, clogging same. arteries for the night.
1: Same. And I will say <laughs> this new Showcase Deluxe has a Starbucks. And I learned for the first time that they can do pink drinks. That's awesome. They don't have it listed on their menu, but they have coconut milk and they have the strawberry acai refresher. So I will be getting that next. But our discussion about movies today, because like I said, I don't consider myself an expert. I don't think you do. So before we bring Nick in, I just wanted to talk about our favorite movies. So I asked you to bring your top five. Mine are Nick is a very intelligent person. Um, which I, was I think going to bring is, up something like this. I think I know where you're going, but go ahead. Which is hysterical because this Nick, myself, has the cat in the hat live action in my top five. <laughs> yes. So I think that's going to be a really interesting contrast. It's going to um, be a huge and a contrast funny one. here. And a funny one. But what are your, like, what do you want? Let's go from, do you have yours ranked? Like, do you know your definitive five, like, in order? I, I or don't do have you? a rank,
0: but I have I don't either. Five. And when I was coming up with this list, I I felt like I had amnesia because I was I just couldn't remember any of the movies that i had seen. So a lot of these movies are more on the more recent side. And okay. I will say right off the bat, none of these movies, maybe one, are considered by you know real moviegoers as oh that's a classic. Oh that's same. This or that. These are same. just like I mean you mentioned Cat in the Hat. Like I yes I don't have. Um, let's, I also let's
1: uh, kick it off with that one.
0: Your what with yours? Cat in the Hat.
1: With Cat in the Hat, we already said it, but you were gonna say something. What were you gonna say first?
0: Well, no, I was just gonna say too. When I watch a movie, and same thing goes with TV shows. Like, I'm not big into drama movies. I want something that will uh, uh, like help me escape. And sometimes drama can do that. I'm not gonna you know snub it for that, but. I don't want something that's super heavy, a heavy topic. So I'll see comedies and actions and thrillers and, and those types of movies. Oh so that's, yeah, exactly. And so it's heavy on, on those sides of things. Let's just, let's just list them off. So, so Cat in the Hat. You already said Cat in the Hat. Why Cat in the Hat?
1: Briefly. I just... Okay, I am I have heard that that movie is the reason the Seuss, like... I don't know what you want to call it. Estate? Estate. Thank you. Does not allow for live-action film adaptations of his <laughs> books. They did The Grinch. I believe The Grinch came out first. Is that true? Yes. And then yes. the cat in the hat, and they're like, we're done. Both of those are disturbed. Um, and it is a highly, the amount of, and I saw it as a kid. All of it went over my head. It's like SpongeBob on steroids, because the every single joke in that movie is dirty. Every single one. But it's a kid's movie. um, Or it was marketed as a kid's movie. But there's a lot of adult humor. It's so disturbed. Like, the cat himself played by mike myers is hysterical like i just i i've i don't smoke but i have heard from friends that this is an incredible movie to get high to (laughs) because no i i've heard it multiple times there are just so many like one-liners that are incredible like when he leans over to mrs kwan the babysitter who's asleep and says, if this were my house, I'd be furious. Like, but it's just <laughs> funny. Yeah, and he does that. Exactly. He does the, the laugh. So I love that movie so much. And it's short. It's good, It's, it's, it's a good nice... rewatch value. Yeah, like, too. when he sees the mom, which, like, rest in peace, Kelly Preston, and the hat goes up when he opens the picture of her, like, and he's like, who is this? <laughs> like, when he does that, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, like. It's, it's it is, too good. There's some, some hidden messages there. Uh, there's my more first, than some. My first movie is My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Have you seen another, that
1: movie? Another intellectual classic.
0: Yo, yeah, absolutely. I have not. I have not oh seen it. Oh, my gosh. You have to... Okay, so My Big Fat Greek Wedding, it's a movie that my family loves. My My mom's parents loved watching it. Actually, we used to always watch it on their anniversary. It's just about just the crazy dynamics of families and, like, how... Like bringing an outsider into a family can sometimes be embarrassing, especially if it's like a, a a romantic partner or someone, because it's just, you know, all of our families, whether you admit it or not, just have crazy quirks and things like that. And it's just mm-hmm. so flippin' funny. So I, you know, that had to be on my list. And there's the first one and the second one are equally as funny. And I think they might be making a third. And I also think they might be making a TV series, but I'm trying to remember if that's true or not. But either, either or a movie or a TV series, but that's my first one on the list. Again, no particular order in how I'm listing them.
1: Yeah, I don't have um, an order either. I'll go to a more serious one. Um, Finding Nemo is also on my list because... See, that was an
0: honorable mention for me.
1: I See, it's... I was... So Toy Story is an honorable, honorable mention for me because those were, like, my movies growing up. But, and speaking of Toy Story, they're doing Toy Story 5, that's confirmed, which, like, we have separated these characters at the end of two movies already i don't know how we're gonna do this a third time but um finding nemo is just like i have sentimental memories attached to it like i went with my nana a bunch of times i went with my dad a bunch of times after work like he would take me to work which he works in a pharmacy so that would never fly now but i would dress up like him like i wore like a a dress shirt and one of his ties but i also loved the movie as a kid so we went I saw that in theaters at least eight times, and I have a memory of us going to see the Wild Thornberries movie. Not liking it, me not liking it, and then sneaking into Finding Nemo. So loved that That's movie, awesome. and I loved the uh, McDonald's toys that they gave out—the bath toys. They they squirt water um, <laughs> that they gave out when they were promoting that movie back in two thousand three or two thousand four, um, depending That's on if awesome. you're talking about the the movie or the VCR. Anyways. What's your next one?
0: The VHS tape. Yeah. Um, my next one is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I love Marvel movies. I love action movies. Um, this movie was the first Marvel movie that was led by an Asian actor and it had a lot of different types of martial arts in it and I thought it was really cool because sometimes I mean there were scenes that were a lot of CGI but sometimes with Marvel movies it's all cgi i mean this movie coming out Mm. or actually by the um it's already come out ant-man and the Wash quantum mania it's literally based in a the quantum quote-unquote quantum realm and so that's all going to be cgi so i'm curious to see um i haven't seen it yet but i'm curious to see what that's going to be like but it just these fights were they were real they were choreographed they were good and it was just an overall good movie the music flowed well with it and i just really appreciate it i still want I think I said this a while ago. I still want one of the Funko Pops of Shang Chi if anyone wants to, you know, get my uh, wish list. I can't find them anywhere in any store, even online. We
1: and should put wish list up. <laughs> wish list
0: <laughs> Uh I feel like that'd be desperate. But anyway, that's uh what? not that me not that me saying buy me this is not desperate, but that that's my that's the second one on my on my list here. What's your third?
1: Well, Okay, so I talked about VCR players and VHS tape. My first ever DVD was Freaky Friday. Um the version with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. And <laughs> I love that movie. It was very scary to me as a kid, especially the scene where they switch like overnight when it gets dark. There's really nothing scary about it, but to like a however old I was at the time, it was it was scary, you know, it's dark out the They wake up. I don't even think I understood the movie back then. It's like, well, they switched. Like, I kind of got it, but like all of the 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 parts with like the mom, like I I just saw it as Lindsay Lohan's character acting weird. I don't think I even realized that Lindsay Lohan's character was now in Jamie Lee Curtis's body. Like, I don't I didn't think I understood it that way. But it's just a great movie, and one of the best scenes is um when Lindsay Lohan is in Jamie Lee Curtis's body as. At her mom's job as a therapist and the and the uh one of her patients is talking, and she's like <laughs> and she's like trying to she's crying and she's trying to talk um and it's just, it's really funny uh I love that movie. it's a great movie,
0: and it was the first one you had on yeah DVD? we
1: yeah I don't know why yeah. I remember that, but I remember yeah. <laughs> stupid things like that they're also in talks to do a sequel. Of that. Oh,
0: nice. Same cast. Jamie
1: Lee Curtis has an idea, yeah, and Lindsay Lohan is down. My guess is it's going to be, you know, Lindsay Lohan's character having kids. That's my guess. And it's like, oh, see what I had to – because she's very – she's a troubled – she's a troublemaker in the first movie. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What's yours? What's your next one?
0: My third one that I'll say is uh, Fast Five which is funny because it's like why all the fast move like out of all the fast movie fast and furious movies why the fifth one i just really liked the fifth one i think that was also the first fast and furious movie i had ever seen so maybe that's why and i know people have very strong opinions about fast and furious movies like oh it's just nothing but just action scene after action scene there's no plot driving the driving anything except for like oh dominic dreddo family 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 and it is silly that the first few movies go from drag racing to the most recent movie in the ninth movie them going to space but whatever it's the movies i said i like movies there's a very brief scene where they get launched into space and then they come back at least some of the characters do and i don't know i already said that i like movies that that allow me to escape into something and those movies do that so i like the fifth fast movie um this, this is the first one that the rock is in that's not why i like it but just i think noting that and i really like it because i feel like that individual movie has a plot to it and the final scene the climactic scene is they drive a safe out of a bank and like across town like a giant bank safe like huge bank safe and it just like so much damage everywhere but the scene is just fantastic and you know i'm a more behind the scenes type of person so i dug into those behind the scenes how did they do this how did they do that how did they drive a safe somewhere i think they actually made a version of the safe that was its own car so they had like the two uh i think it was dodge chargers driving the safe but the safe was also able like driven by like someone <laughs> had wheels in back yeah something like that i don't know um but yeah fast and furious 5 is on my list and again i'm i'm not an intellectual person he says after saying he got into doctorate programs yeah, um uh, in terms say. of these movies but i just ones that i enjoy what's your fault well,
1: i just need to say two things first of all the safe scene sounds super realistic second is it funny that i hear i drag don't care race? if it's realistic and right and you well, hear... Is, i hear drag race and i don't think of cars anymore <laughs> you think
0: of rupaul
1: yeah which that's funny um and his fracking <laughs> empire. Um, I don't know if you're you're familiar I, I, with his work. No. Um, he fracking empire? Yeah, he fracked hard oil. Um, it's not good. Anyways. Okay. My next favorite is I. This is just one of the most wholesome movies to me. I'm looking at the poster right now, which is hanging in my wall. I saw myself in the character a lot. Love Simon. I've talked to you a lot about Love Victor, the show. Um, I went with, uh. I'm not going to say everyone just to protect their, um, identities, but I can say one of them. Um, I went with my friend and our friend, uh, Julia Joseph, who will be on the show at some point this year. Um, she's a phenomenal storyteller. I cannot wait to have her on to, to share some of these, uh, stories that she's shared with me, but that's neither here nor there. But we went to the movie and I just like, did I ugly cry? I don't remember. I don't remember how much the left I was on, um but it was it was it's such a good movie. I've watched it so many times i have we watched it together we didn't we like half watch it together and you had to go, or was that someone else that had to leave campus ministry yeah, you week? were
0: watching it I think in campus ministry one year at Loyola, and I it was on my birthday had something and then I no, walked in and then I had to leave, yeah. So yeah, I only saw like again. a few scenes, so I would I would love to watch it, it in its entirety. It's so
1: good. It's so good. And then this, the Love, Victor, the sequel, which is a Hulu show, is pretty good too, the first two seasons. I don't recommend the third one personally, but whatever. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. And Nick, what was his name? What is Nick? Nick Robinson was a fun actor, let's just say that. <laughs> What's your fourth?
0: my fourth is crazy rich asians Mm. and i just i remember going to i saw it in theaters for the first time and then i've seen it a bunch of times after that and i just really enjoyed it i thought it was the editing that uh, was really cool how they in some scenes made it kind of comic booky i just liked seeing you know it's about rich people and so i liked seeing just kind of the extravagance of of di- different ways that rich people live and i i liked the soundtrack again i guess soundtrack is an important thing for me in movies maybe i don't know but i j- i really enjoyed that movie and again maybe it, it's probably not a classic but
1: i like it it, it, a it received acclaim it definitely received acclaim i still could not tell you what it's about but you know did it win any awards we could probably ask Nick Yeah. when he gets here. Did it win any awards, Nick? He's not here yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> my last one should be no surprise because I've said it before is Get Out. Uh, my favorite type of movie above all else, not horror, not, you know, comedy. It can be any genre. It just has to have an incredible plot twist that I did not see coming. If it can do that, if it can shock me, then it's skyrocketing on my list. And Get Out did just that. And the amount of foreshadowing and symbolism in that movie. That is a movie you can watch 20 times and still not see everything. But you'll learn something new about it. And notice something new every single time. It was phenomenal. And I saw it at the Towson Movie Theater, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Theaters, if not my favorite, I saw it with Tom. We weren't expecting it to even be great because the people were saying, "Oh, it's phenomenal," but the the trailer that came out did not tell you what the movie was about. So mm. I was like, "I don't know what we're watching." I I didn't have that high of an expectation, but it was. It is by far my favorite movie, and the fact that there's social commentary in it is it it really is an eleven out of ten movie. Um. Yeah. What's your last one? And I, can my I just point one? out? I'm sorry. Can I just point out? I got through all of that without mentioning Lady Gaga. She is not in my top five movies. Well, now she's here, so. No. Well, she's here, but I was just going to say, like, she's not, like, A Star is Born and um, House of Gucci are not in my top five movies. Um, and I'm proud of myself proud for of that, you. though, 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 I don't really love Marvel or DC, but that could change with Joker, too. Folly, I The trip, the... Did you see the picture that just came I did. out? Oh my okay. God, she looked
0: ex- crazy. We still need to see the first one together.
1: Yes, we will. But she looks yeah. crazy, and I knew I knew they were not gonna make her look car- uh, cartoony, comic book like. I just I knew it. I said it. But anyways, what's your last one?
0: My last one. I felt like I had to put a serious one that actually won an Oscar. So <clears throat> it was from two thousand thirteen. It's called Argo. Are you familiar with this movie? No, no. So it's about it's about the nineteen seventy three Iranian hostage crisis. Nineteen seventy nine. Sorry, nineteen seventy nine hostage crisis um, in Iran. And basically, there are, are six uh, U.S. embassy workers in in Iran when uh militants stormed the embassy and so they kind of went out a back door and went into the the canadian ambassador's home and basically they're stuck there and if they're there if they're there for long enough they're just they're going to be executed and so it's about the cia's basically evacuation plan or plan to get them out of of the country of the country and it stars ben affleck um it has um john goodman it has uh uh, brian cranston in it and ben affleck's character goes into iran with a fake film crew he's a cia agent and basically he's going into the country and saying that oh he's a he's a location director and he's he's trying to to scout locations for a sci-fi film they're going to make but really he's going in to help these hostages escape and it's just a really cool uh, thriller drama two hour long movie that I read. and it actually won best picture um, at the Oscars in 2013. So
1: it sounds really good.
0: I I really enjoyed that movie, and I forgot I saw I think... it before I was doing research for this episode.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, it's that sounds that sounds like something I would like. He just got into Johns Hopkins Comparative Thought and Literature grad program. He was literally the last friend I met at Loyola before the world went to shit and our entire friendship has been over the phone, many a times discussing our existential crises, please welcome my friend Nick Bosey. Hi, Nick.
2: Hi, Justin. Hi, Nick. It's so good to be on the show finally, because I've been hearing about it since <laughs> the first day. I love, I love that. that. Uh, yeah. he, loves he loves that day too, once. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but anyways, before we start, we have to ask you this question. And it's actually the first time we've asked it this year. If
2: you were a fruit, what fruit would you be and why? Okay, um, so I think that if I were a fruit, I would be a lemon because yeah. I saw a video the other day of a girl being like, I like to eat lemons. And then I was like, "Um, not a lot. That sounds like very weird. Like not a lot of people like to eat lemons. Um, and I think that I am an acquired taste. So, mm-hmm. I would say a lemon.
1: I love that. I'm Is also that our first lemon? Taste. I think so. I and know, if it's have. not, if you're not our first lemon, then sorry to whoever it was. <laughs> We've had a mm-hmm. lime. We
2: have had a lime. So, we, you've had a lime? Yeah. What was we the reason for the lime? what was the reasoning Sim- for it the was lime? similar
0: it was similar it's like lime's i think they
2: said acquired taste acquired
0: yeah. taste can go with can go with different things like you can drizzle a little bit mm-hmm. of lime onto foods and things like that we love like drizzling
2: that. a little bit of lime
0: a little bit of lime a little bit of lemon a
2: little bit of yeah. salmon yeah well the <laughs> lemon is sweet salmon. but it can also be savory so yeah See,
0: that was my mom's reasoning for being a grape <laughs>
2: What? Yeah, never she heard of a she savory could be, grape. Like, Rana, well, she not savory, sweet or
0: sour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a savory yeah. grape would be.
2: <laughs> put a grape. <laughs> put a grape on your steak. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Wait, honestly, so I feel good. like
1: someone's done that before. I'm sure someone's done that. Okay,
2: well, if they have, they should be in prison. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was a good. I liked that one. I liked that. Can we just talk a little bit more about how we met? Because we actually met in a similar way that I met Justin. It was through campus ministry pro staff member Elise Gower, who no longer works at Loyola. But sad, Justin, we kind of met through her too, just in the way that we were interns together. Well, I know it wasn't her specific specifically, um, but, you know. A stretch, but sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Nick, do you want to, like, explain how we met a little bit
2: yes yeah, so we were both uh we had both applied to be what was it it was like the Ignatian q, Ignatian q. yeah yes. we were both gonna do Ignatian q and then i went to talk to elise because i was like i'm gay and sad on loyola's campus and i want to talk to some more gay people and then she was like oh let me connect you to the student who also is doing Ignatian q that's hysterical
1: um, that she thought of me as somebody who's like doing well i guess like (laughs) yeah i i
0: literally thought you were gonna say oh let me connect you to someone who is also gay and sad
1: that's honestly probably what she was thinking (laughs) maybe
2: that's what she was thinking she was like oh my god they're both named nick or maybe she was like oh they're both named nick they both have brown hair like i guess they have so much in common let's do Um, it. Yeah, but it luckily it worked out. I remember when I was emailing you, I was, yeah, we emailed initially. I love that. <laughs> I remember when I was emailing you, I was, like, so nervous. I was, like, oh, my God, I'm talking to a senior. Like, I don't want them to think I'm lame or something. Well, wait,
1: uh-huh. I think it's so cool that you're now in that position. Like, that's what this entire, and that's the whole reason, that's not even why you're on this show, but <laughs> that's the whole reason I brought the conversation up is because the this show was formed off of, you know, life after college. and Yeah. The fact that you're in the position that I was in when we met is really cool
2: yeah yeah I mean I mean now that I'm a senior like I don't know like I feel just as lost as it well not just as lost because I got into grad school but still it's like I don't know I don't know who I'm gonna be in like when I'm done in like six years or something like it you know I think as a freshman I expected I like expected seniors to like have their life figured out to be like the actual adults but like no a lot of the time I still feel like a freshman in some ways. So. And that's the foundation of the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is. That is. And to be honest, three years out or however however long I've been out of here, you still feel like a freshman.
0: You know. <laughs> a life freshman life. though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am a life freshman still, I would say. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> like I think once you're out of out of school for the probably for like the first five years, you're like a life freshman. Yeah. But I have a distinct memory of being in the Pride Room with you. And a few Mm -hmm. other people. And us being like, oh, the corn of virus. What the hell is that? Like, that's not. We'll (laughs) be back in two weeks. Uh, We'll be back back in two weeks. weeks. This is stupid. Like, people are making a big deal of it. And (laughs) then. Yeah. yeah. That was before we knew, though. That was before we knew. We were not COVID deniers.
2: Honey, you got a big storm coming. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go back and, like, tell us that.
1: Honestly. What would you ever say to yourself if you, like, went back? Maybe that
0: it's funny you say that because i was looking at my my swipe my swipe is like our student ids at loyola mm-hmm. i and have mine the, f- the like, yeah. photo that we, we took like i don't know if i think nick Dravazi, you probably took it at summer orientation i don't know if that I was did. what you did nick but i look at that photo and i think i was at loyola when we were looking at them and i was like oh he doesn't know what's coming like <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just so innocent and so naive.
2: yeah <laughs> that photo was taken... My photo was still... Because they keep the same photo throughout all your four years. I look so different in my freshman photo. It's yeah. hilarious. Okay,
1: so before we get into your predictions for the show, mm-hmm. can you just kind of rattle off your... Because we, we have an intellectual now.
2: Um, yes. <laughs>
1: what are <laughs> your top you are. five
2: favorite movies? My top five favorite movies? Okay, so I would have to say... Looking at my letterbox, um, top sixty, um, it would be Beau Travail, uh, by Claire Denis, which is well. I'll just list them all and then I'll like maybe talk briefly about each one. Okay. So Beau Travail, uh, by Claire Denis, Stalker by Tarkovsky, Ratcatcher by Lynn Ramsey, probably Ye Ye by Edward Yang, and then. Uncle Boonmee who can recall his past lives by Apachapong, where is that the cool?
1: I don't know what you said on the last one. Um, but okay. it's Could not have because been you did speaking didn't... a different language, yeah. It's not them. because <laughs> you were not enunciating, you were, yeah. it's because my brain doesn't comprehend that. But Botravi Be- is, is, Be- is a Botravi, Be- Be- yeah,
2: Botravi. Be- Boat Travai, feel... That was
1: actually in the running. That it was that or the Cat in the Hat. They were really fighting. <laughs> wait, have list. you really
2: seen? Boat Tra- oh wait, no, no, you're lying.
1: No, I'm lying. Um, <laughs> you
2: should watch it though, because I'm the sure reason... they're all good. Yeah, I mean, the Cat in the Hat is also, you know, an ex like a masterpiece. Um, it is of directing cinematography it is. <laughs> production. It design. is. It is. It is. I guess a running theme is um, movies about trauma people yeah about trauma <laughs> about trauma and people in precarious con- and people in precarious situations i think my favorite movies are ones where it, it's not clear how you're supposed to feel and like you can suspend your i don't know assumptions about a character initially <laughs>
1: whole reason i had you on this show for this episode specifically is because i am interested in seeing we as you know we recently just predicted what rihanna's set list would be like for the halftime show mm-hmm. i'm interested in knowing what your predictions are for this year's oscars okay so you can hit us with all in the big categories and then we'll see if you're right in the next episode
2: Okay, best picture is going to be So, best picture is either go Actually, no, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go backwards. Just like the Oscars. So, best original song, which is I know a category that you are really obsessed with. Really passionate about. I know.
1: What What are the nominees? Because I really only care about one and okay. a half of them.
2: The nom- The nominees are Applause from a movie also that Lady seen. Gaga
1: No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: I know, it is a Lady Gaga title, There is a so meme, like, too, that,
1: like, oh, she's nominated twice, good for her.
2: For applause. <laughs> yeah. for you know applause. You know,
1: that meme has then, has since made applause, like, trend, trend in her catalog. Oh my
2: god. Like... Yeah, that song was underrated when it came out. Yeah, yeah, like
1: it, it was. It. it did hit number four, though, on the Billboard Hot 100. Anyways...
2: Yeah. So yeah, to applause by for a movie that nobody's seen Same. by a woman named Diane Warren, who like famously yes. gets nominated every year but never wins. Yeah, and she's <laughs> not, she
1: was nominated with Lady Gaga for "Till It Happens to You." But yeah, she does a lot of she's she her she's a very um, accredited
2: songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, "Hold My Hand" by Ow! Lady Gaga. I've heard of her. Um, "The Lift Me Up" by Rihanna. Yep um not to not to from a film called rrr which is like a bollywood film that like famously got really got like a lot of precursors but then wasn't nominated for anything other than song yeah um but like won a lot of song like awards throughout the season yeah
1: i heard that that's like kind of like a a front runner
2: that song it is Okay, yeah. Like, oh, well, I'll just say the last one and then I'll talk. And then this is a life from everything, everywhere, all at once, which is cool because it's David Byrne and Mitski, who are some of my favorite artists. But um, famously, no Taylor Swift, which is interesting. Mm. Um,
1: there were rumors. But I think she's been snubbed before. Yeah, she's, I think she has too. There were rumors of Rihanna and Lady Gaga both
2: performing. Yeah, that would be amazing if they performed together. Well, not
1: together, but their songs like that are oh.
2: nominated well yeah well yeah they're gonna be there to pre- every like a uh, performer yeah. like performs yeah. performs a song but yeah i mean it should be based on the precursors the film from the move, the song from rrr not to not to um which i think is actually very fun but i think that i actually think that lift me up might win Only because Black Panther has gotten awards in more categories, or has gotten nominations in more categories, and it's also a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. And uh, Chadwick Boseman famously was snubbed for best actor, so the Academy has reason to correct that. Fair,
1: but I still think Hold My Hand is a better song.
2: I do too. (laughs) I 100%. I think hearing those Um,
0: categories, or those nominees, I think Lift Me Up's gonna win. I I think so too.
2: I would give it to Hold My Hand because it's my favorite of the category, but I also have no music taste, so. Not that Lady Gaga doesn't deserve that. I'm just saying I can't judge music accurately. I think you, okay, anyways.
1: Next major, I don't even know if that's considered major, I just think you put it in there
2: because I like it. Okay, so animated film, I'll just say that one real quick. So we have Pinocchio. Marcel the Shell with Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. That's out Puss in Boots the You didn't like that? I didn't know it was out. Oh yeah, it's been out. I'm dead. It was out last year. I'm dead. <laughs> um and then we have Puss in Boots The Last Wish. I think that's gonna win. Okay. The Sea Beast and Turning Red. I think Pinocchio is gonna win because it's by Guillermo del Toro and it's won a couple of the precursors. I'll go on to the acting categories. For supporting actress, we have Angela Bassett for Black Panther, um, Hong Chow for, for The Whale, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inisherin, and then Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I wanted to be Stephanie Hsu because I was really touched by her performance, and I thought that it, w- it would just be a fun performance to win, like you don't really have a lot of like commute. Well, one, because she demonstrated a lot of range in that movie. A lot like, of Like, she range. was extremely charismatic. Yeah. She was extremely charismatic, like, very funny. Um, but then also, like, she really dipped into the drama as well, especially in those moments near the end. And in that moment where she was, like, initially confronting Michelle Yeoh. Um, have you seen her or, audition
0: like, tape for that movie? Yeah, I've, I have. Just watching that, that brings me to tears. Like, just, oh, my God, the range yeah. she has in that, I don't know, 10-minute video is just
2: crazy oh yeah and i when i saw that that's what made me go like oh she should win because mm-hmm. like sure. it would again she she just has the most unique performance out of all of these uh out of all of these nominees but it's probably going to be angela bassett for black panther i think so too what a lot of the yeah she's won a lot of the precursors even though i'm kind of like i mean angela bassett is amazing but like she's just putting on like a marvel movie performance in that movie
0: can you but, can you just for our audience uh let us know what the precursors are like maybe globe maybe sag award oh yeah um, but i don't know so
2: the precursors for the oscars are usually like the golden globes critics choice awards and then they're also for actors the screen actors guild awards for directors the directors guild awards um and then also the british academy film awards which is like the british oscars okay most of those haven't come out yet but the critics choice and the golden globes have um, but when those not but when those get settled, like then a lot of the categories will clear up.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Thank yeah. you.
2: Mm-hmm. And then for best supporting actor, we have Brendan gleason for The Banshees of Inisherin, Brian terry Henry for Causeway, um, Barry Keoghan also for The Banshees of Inisherin, Judd Hirsch for The fablemans and KQ Kwan for Everything Everywhere All At Once. Again, I think that K. that Kehu Kwan should win, and he's also going to win, yeah. uh, because he's been like sweeping everything. Um, oh yeah, some of the precursor the precursors can also include like critics' awards sometimes. And Kehu Kwan has famously like swept everything. For best actress, we have Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde, the famous um, what's it called? Um, Marilyn Marilyn, Monroe Exploitation Movie. Yeah, nobody knows. Yeah, because it was an Exploitation film. Nobody knows why she was nominated. Um, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie. Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. And Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All At Once. Um, I think Cate Blanchett is going to win. And I also think Cate Blanchett should win. Just because, I mean, after I got out of that movie, I was like, Oh, is Lydia Tarr a real person? um and then i checked online and it's like oh no she's not cape blanchett just like created someone who feels like she exists outside of the screen um and so she should win although i wouldn't be disappointed if michelle yo won because she's been snubbed for a lot of things in the past um and and she also does like everything and everything everywhere all at once and then for best actor we have austin butler for elvis Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Anishrin, uh Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for Aftersun, and Bill Nye for A Living. Um, and I think it's going to be Brendan Fraser for The Whale. I can't give my opinions on the other categories because I haven't seen these other movies. Um, but in The Whale, like, I don't know, people have been going off about Brendan Fraser's performance in that. I think it's a little bit weird based on what I've heard of the film. It's which makes me go, like, that's regressive. But, I don't know, go off Academy, I guess. Good for Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. You can tell that I really love the Oscars. <laughs> um, and then Best Director, uh, Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inishirin, uh The Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Ostlin for Triangle of Sadness. Um, and I think it's going to be The Daniels. Because Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is the front runner for Best Picture. Um, But I think Steven Spielberg could upset because the movie is about his life. Um, And he's also won like a couple awards previously. A couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the Daniels are like right there with him. I really hope they end up winning because that movie deserves it. It's like much more unique. Um, And then Best Picture, we have All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar 2, The Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. And I think it's going to be Everything Everywhere All at Once. If it wins Best Director and Best Original Screenplay. If not, then it's going to be The Banshees of Inishirin, which is like a, like, uh, I think a Scottish movie about like these two guys who used to be friends, but then they're not friends anymore. Yeah, an Irish... Okay. Have you seen it? Um, I have
0: not seen it, but I know someone who has seen it and had uh, interesting reviews about it, and kind of gave me like a plot synopsis. And um, yeah, it's. I've seen bits and pieces. It's an it's an interesting movie for sure.
2: I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I think yeah. I
0: think this individual who saw it went in with different expectations of what the movie was actually about, and so they were just kind of like yeah. more shock value. Um, but. I hear that, that the performances are
2: really stellar. I think, like, what you described is why I think Everything Everywhere is probably going to win. Just because, like, the Oscars don't give it to movies that are, like, um, that are a little bit, I don't know, like, not emotionally uplifting. Um, well, they used to do that. Like, Schindler's List won. <laughs> one <Yeah>. time. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> lately they've been giving I mean, The Power of the Dog was supposed to win last year. Which was like leagues ahead of most of the films, most of the other films that were nominated, um, except for Drive My Car. Um, but then like Coda famously like won at the last minute right. after only receiving three nominations. So, yeah.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Last thing I wanted to ask you do you think uh, there will be an, uh, what do you think that will be the most talked about moment? because obviously last year was the slap, which like kind of took away the, the slap that Will Smith slapped mm. Chris Rock, which took away from kind of what the night is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be, you know, like the, the most important night in Hollywood and all that stuff. And everyone gets yeah. dressed up and all of that. But assuming there's no big event like that, what do you think is going to be the most talked about event, uh, or moment from days afterwards? Hmm.
2: So um I think that like this might be a little bit more serious, but like I could see it also going south, um, in like some ways. Uh so Jimmy Kimmel is like hosting the Oscars again. Um and Hey James. He What? Is Was it Hey James? Oh yeah, <laughs> Hey James. Um and I remember like when he hosted for I think like the 90s, uh, what is it, like, the 91st Academy Awards or something? The one after The Shape of Water won. Um, no, it was, like, the one... No, it was the year of The Shape of Water. He made a lot of jokes about, like, the mishap that happened um, in, like, the La La Land year. Um, so he's someone who, like, likes to touch on, like, issues that are kind of looming over the Oscars that aren't... Um, that not everyone is necessarily sort of talking about. And um, this year, famously in the... Be- or infamously in the Best Actress category... Viola Davis was kind of set to be nominated, as was um, another uh, really great actress named Daniel Deadweiler, who was in this movie Till, where she played Emmett Till's mother. Um, And both of them were snubbed. And both of them were were black actresses. And the Oscars has had a a lot of issues like nominating black actors before. Um, So like this was a big yikes for them. And I could imagine, like, someone making a joke about it, or someone sort of touching on it, and kind of looking a bit hypocritical. So I can imagine there might be a Twitter moment about that. Justly so, I think. Yeah. because the, Some yeah. culture
0: or societal commentary that just doesn't land well.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 100%. Well,
1: thank you, Nick, for being here. Um, we appreciate your insight. We're very interested to see how your predictions hold up. And with that, my name's Nick Dervazi.
0: And I'm Justin Dew.
1: You can reach us at our email, pointofdupodcast at gmail.com or by sending us a voice message on our website, anchor.fm forward slash pointofdu. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at pointofdewpodcast and Twitter at pointofdu. If you enjoy our show, give us a rating or review wherever you get your podcast, or share us with a friend or family member. We'd really appreciate it and are truly grateful for your support. As always, we hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening, and until next time.